Hi there. I'm excited that you chose to listen to this message today. Myself and my wife, Pastor Tosan Asamani, are resident pastors of All Nations Full Gospel Church, Halifax, a branch of All Nations Full Gospel Church International, led by Dr. Samuel and Dr. Rose Stonko. We believe that God's message to you today will stir you up to seek and serve the Lord, bring you to a relationship with Jesus, and transform you to do great exploits for the kingdom. Let's hear the message. Make yourself comfortable. Take your seat as we hear the word of God. We'll be doing it real quick. Let's open our Bibles to Matthew 18, 15 to 19. Matthew 18, 15 to 19. Hope you have your Bibles ready to open. In the month of February, we are talking about the church on the move. Uh, we started off by saying we are living stones. God has made us living stones for the building of his house. So if he's going to build anything, he's going to use you. And then last week, wonderful message. Who was here last week? Yes. So that to be used of God is not the main thing. To love Jesus is what matters. So the love is what we serve God from the place of love. He said that if you have not started serving, then you have not started worshiping. Wow. Did you get that from the message last week? That's right. And he says that it's love, 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 the main thing. Love for Jesus will transcend and translate into love for one another. But when I was also speaking the last time, I mentioned that the kingdom advances and so does the church. And the church is advancing by being built with living stones, one soul at a time. And each soul comes in as a stone, precious stone, and it is used in the building of the house, connected one side to the other. A few things we mentioned about the stone, I think you remember. The kingdom advances forcefully. We said the kingdom is seen by the tangible manifestation. As the kingdom is advancing, there are things that are seen. See, it's not just an abstract thing. Jesus said the deaf hear, the blind see, the lepers are cleansed. The dead are raised, and the gospel is preached to those who are poor. So there are tangible effects. We also said the kingdom, therefore, from what John the Baptist asked Jesus and all the conversations, said the kingdom is not about one person. The kingdom is not about, it's about those who are serving, which is what we got last year. The kingdom is not about one person. It's about those who are willing to be used. Turn to your neighbor and say, are you willing? He said, are you willing? That's what God needs. See, it's not the ability. It's not about a person's ability. It's about people's availability. And what makes you available the most is your love for Jesus. Your availability is not that you have time on your schedule. It's your love for Jesus. We also said the believer has a greater standing in the kingdom of God than even John the Baptist. In the new covenant, you, new regular person like you, Bible says that John the Baptist is the greatest of all the prophets. Yet, anyone who is in this new kingdom is greater than John. So you, as small as you are, corrupted in your own debt, whatever you call yourself, whatever you see yourself, when you go to the mirror, you know yourself. Jesus is saying that you are greater than John the Baptist. It means you are more useful to him than John the Baptist is. Because you have given yourself to him. Because the new dispensation is the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. Where God doesn't choose those who are already qualified. He qualifies those he calls and he equips them by the Holy Spirit. And we are going to learn a bit more about how God builds. So, the love of God, very important. Who restored their love? Who renewed their love last week? I saw some of you filled, you filled your envelopes. We are going to reach out to you. See, don't let your, 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 your writing be momentary. We'll call you. 
Don't say, give us two weeks. If they don't call me, I've forgotten what I said. No, you chase it. Hallelujah. Say, I want to serve God with all I have. If you used to serve God and you have weighed down, don't worry. Just don't give it a different name. Just call it backsliding. Don't give it another name. Say, I've become more mature. I've become, you know, now I've learned how to balance things. No, you are backsliding. So just accept it and then come forward. It's a backslide. If you backslide, you can what? Front slide. Hallelujah. So those of you who used to serve God, wherever you came from, it wore you out, made you tired. At least now you are learning that the way to serve God is through the love, not by the list of things you were doing. So probably go home and evaluate why you got tired. And then change the way you serve. And focus on what we learned last week. You'll see that it's flowing and it is moving. Hallelujah. Do you love me, number one? More than this. Number two, do you love me? Number three, do you love me? Tonight is the night where we will discuss whether that boy really loves you. Preaching? Am I preaching? Those who be there in the evening, you will get it. Jesus is asking the same question. Do you love me? It is family. And you see that love is the ingredient of family. So I'm going to show you something very short. It's a few illustrations and uh, we'll understand. So I said my, my second message, my second message will be Oh, did I miss it? No problem. The first one was church on the move, we are living stones. And then second one is church on the move, the power of agreement. Now, it will work in every place. So remove church on the move. Say all things on the move, the power of agreement. Because your family will progress when there is agreement. And you see, it's not, it's not that there's no disagreement, but when there's a point of agreement, there will be progress. It's not that we, are, we think the same, but when there's a place, a point of agreement, the Bible says that things work once you be able to locate a place of agreement. And I hope this is a good introduction. Matthew 18. Are you there? I was waiting for those who don't know their Bible, looking at the, the front side. Or you go to Google, say, where is Matthew? Say, Lord, help me. If you've not found it, that is. Anyway, 18. From 15 to 90. Can I read? Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his faults between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. 17. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth, does it sound like a, you've heard it somewhere before? You've heard it in Matthew 16, verse 19. You've seen the same things written in Matthew 16, verse 19. Now, Matthew 18, Matthew 18, 18 says, Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. 19, this is the message, the passage for today. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. The reason the devil doesn't want you and your wife to agree is because of this. The reason the devil doesn't want you and your children to see eye to eye is because of this. The reason the devil doesn't want you to serve in the house of God and be okay with people you are serving is because of this. Can I come again? 
It's not because they are from another country. It's because of this. This is the fear of the devil. Can we read it again? 18. Assuredly. You know, you know what it means to be assured? You know the word assured. To be sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Do you get it? Do you know what it means to be sure? It means it's sure. It's not the deodorant. But the reason why they call the deodorant sure is so when you put it on, you are sure. You are sure you'll be fine. <laughs> Assuredly, or whatever message, Bible you are using, I'm sure it will say something like, to be sure, something very conk. Now it says, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loose in heaven. A quick reference will go to uh, Matthew 16, 19. It says, I will give you the keys and whatever you bind will be bound. Clearly telling you that this is one of the keys, agreement. Agreement is a kingdom key. Where your individual faith will not work, your agreement will work. It's a key. Do you have a key here? Give me a key. Wonderful. Hallelujah. This is a key. Wow, it's a keyless key. <laughs> you are receiving a keyless key card. You didn't receive it. Some people don't believe promises. I say receive it now. Okay. Now, can you imagine that I have this key? But it is locked in the garage whose key I don't have. Hello? So I have the key to the car, but the car is locked in the garage and I don't have the key to the garage. Can I drive the car? The Bible is saying that I will give you the key to the kingdom. When you enter, you can make yourself happy. <laughs> and one of the keys to the kingdom, entrance, it's not, in the, it's not the main thing. See, sometimes you are looking for things from God, like a car. And God is saying, I've given you the keys to the kingdom, the main keys. The main ones, you must understand from there. The main keys are not just receiving. When the Bible says, receive it, and you receive it. One of the keys, agreement. Agreement. It's a wonderful principle. That is why the Satan is against families. Because they are built on covenant of agreement. You understand? Beautiful. I hope it's coming clear. See, when I was trying to get, when I was, good, when I was a player, hello, and I was thinking, what, 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 why do we marry? Why do we do those things? I, I, I needed something to open my eyes to understand. You see, when you're not spiritual, you think that we are marrying so that we can have a nice wedding. But why is God so interested in marriage? Have you realized that God is very interested in marriage? That's why you're also very interested. So when you come to church, you're looking around and things like that. So you're not sinning. You see, you're not sinning. God is interested. That's why you're interested. But do you know why he's interested? I, I was shocked when I saw it in Malachi. He said, why has he made them one? He said, so that you will get godly offspring. His interest is so that once you have agreed, and you know that you can't make babies, I mean, of course, you can fight and still make babies, but there's a level of intimate agreement that produces babies. Come on now. Oh, yes. I'm teaching. <laughs> I'm trying to get you to picture it, that's why. There's a level of intimate agreement that produces fruit. And that's just a sign. See, that's just a physical sign of what has happened spiritually. That if two will agree concerning anything, it will be done for them. So you and your wife better agree that your house will be successful. You, you, see, you just think, hey, I'm so happy that they didn't say four. Because if they say four, I know that your cousin is not happy. So you will not wish it for you. That's why we don't marry three. Are you, are you getting the picture? 
Hey, it's too deep. Have you ever wondered why God didn't say we should marry three like Lamech? Like three of us in the same. Because all you need is two people to agree. It's a spiritual principle. Two people agree. There is nothing they cannot do when they agree. Good or bad? Good or bad? Yes. It's not only good. Have you not watched the movie when they were going to steal with the Fiat cars? Have you watched the Fiat cars? Italian job. You know what Italian job? My goodness, when you agree, he said, he said, there's nothing that you cannot finish. So the fight that the devil is fighting you, so that you and your neighbor will not coexist, it's not a fight that they don't like your face. It's so that this principle, this key will not open. That's why you fight it as much as it is. And I will jump quickly in Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2, I think 5, 6. He says, endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit with a bond of peace. Endeavor. Because see, when the, and, uh, you see, agreement is not necessarily unity, but when you are agreed, you are united around something. Did you get it? Did you get it? You and your husband must agree that this baby will do well. And when you agree, it comes to how you talk. One person says you are a useless baby, and another says you will do well. You are not agreeing. The devil will find a foothold. That's what, whether good or bad, you must agree. Hallelujah. Do you see why the devil is afraid of families? Have you realized why there's an onslaught? You see, you see why there's a rising phenomenon of I can do great by myself. Try agreeing with yourself. Amos 3.3. Amos 3.3. These are principles, keys of the kingdom. Amos 3.3. Say, how can two work except they are agreed? It means there is no, you know, you know what working means? There is no progress without agreement. People say, oh no, we can't, if you don't agree, we can't coexist. No, it means that two cannot walk. They can't take a step. They can't move into the promised land until they agree. That's why when 10 of them did not agree, God said, then let's finish them up so that we can agree. Hello? God said, let's finish that whole generation so that we can raise a generation that agrees with me. Agreement. You can do everything. Everything is possible. When you agree. Somebody saying, oh, this guy is a motivational speaker. He's not preaching the Bible. I'll show you from the Bible what it means. Let's go to Ecclesiastes 4, 9 to 12. Are you listening to me? See, the, the reason why the devil does not like people flowing is because of this. It's not because you, 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 you are educated and the other person is not educated. You can always find a place of agreement. Am I doing marriage counseling? Are you receiving some counseling? What about those of you who are doing uh, single, the single things? Are you listening here? And the, guy, the Bible has showed you where to agree. The Bible says, do not be unequally yoked. It means that the, the foundation for the agreement is important. Yeah, this is why the level five says, why two or three? So Matthew 18, put your hand there. Matthew 18 is a very important key of the kingdom. Jesus said in 16, 19, he says, he says I will give you the key. Whatever you bind will be bound. Whatever you lose will be loose. Then he goes on and says, whatever you bind will be bound. Whatever you lose will be loose. And if two shall agree concerning anything, it will be done by my father. Hey, God is a God of covenants and agreements. Okay, so how do we get to this place? Is that a question? This is the message for today. How do we get to that place where people from all walks of life can agree on something? Do you know that you are not a Liverpool supporter? You know that as I'm standing here, I'm excited. 
we are winning the league. Almost 24 points ahead. And some, there are some burning Man City, look at it, that team. They've been burning them, they've been cheating here and there. So, you see, how can somebody who's a Man City supporter and me, Liverpool supporter, how can we agree? You see, it's a question. The same way. You are a lady, you like shopping. Your husband is a Kofi phlegmatic. Does not go out, won't go out, shan't go out, can't go out. How can we agree? Now now you are thinking, now you are saying, it's quite interesting. How can we, where where would this agreement come from? It's a tough thing. Would take us back, we'll just look at a picture. But you know, agreement is important, it's important. Now, what are we agreeing on? I told you, if it's negative, it will come to pass. So we better begin to agree around the correct things. Yeah. Two negatives equal to positive. So you have two negative people. That's why two people who feel like they're hopeless, they can love each other. I have you not realized? Oh, Diggy, you've not realized that some people say, we are all wasted. It's okay, let's, let's love each other. And that's why it's so hard for a person who thinks low of themselves to accept the correct love. Oh, yeah. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not complicated. It's because some things flow on agreement. So we can advise you that this is not good for you. But you won't get it because your mind about the thing is different. So you are looking for someone who agrees. It's not, it's not agreeing like you're a wasted person, but deep inside their hearts, they are agreeing that that's for us. Our families don't like us. You see, as for us, you know, the church will not like us. We've all been bad. So let's just stay in our corner and love each other. Let's make love in a, in a hopeless place. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you know, I'm just showing you that why the agreement sort of works. It sort of works. That's why God is very, very clear to say, don't be unequally you. Because the agreement place is what starts off everything. But I want to show you that the agreement is both negative and positive. And I'll show you how God treats it. Let's go to the book of Genesis. Bible reading 11. See, the reason you and your wife must agree on, on important things, not on only the food you will eat. I mean, if you agree, you'll get it, right? But I'm saying that there are some deep spiritual truths in agreement. Because where two or three are gathered in his name, he says he's there. See, there's a spiritual dimension to a physical gathering. Physical agreement has a spiritual dimension. Because God dwells in the place of unity. Uh huh. Am I teaching? But it says in Psalm 133, verse 1. Just keep your hand on, on Genesis. Psalm 133 says, How beautiful, how pleasant it is that brethren dwell together in unity. It is like oil flowing. It means that, you see, if Aaron's hand was cut off, Aaron's hand will never get oil. Aaron's hand, if it's cut off, it may still be a hand, but it will be a mortuary hand. Hello? Oh, you are not getting what I'm saying. The reason why the hand should be attached to the body is because when they are together and the flow comes, everybody will get some. That's why the devil is in a hurry to cut you off. Oh, the devil. Oh, he's in a hurry. The Bible says that when somebody has wronged and done that, bring them back because you are not ignorant of his devices. Yes. Devices. Division. 
to his devices, number one, division. But that vision, that idea, he didn't get it from himself. He got it from God. He got that principle of spoiling things by division from God. Can we look at it in Genesis 11? Sometimes the devil wants to get your children, but it looks like it's your husband you are fighting. I'm, I'm, those of you who are not married, I'm, I'm sharing with you. Because Dr. Longo says it all, he shares it to us all the time. He says sometimes you think it's just the two of you, but the devil doesn't really care about you because he knows that you, you will still go to church and repent. He knows that you will come back. You will come back to Jesus. He's looking for the children. So in the family, you say, hey, I like blue, I like black, I like green, I like blue. Find the correct thing to agree on. Let's see. Genesis 11. Now the whole world have, now this is the key. Agreement starts with language. Language. Ooh, have you heard love languages? I'm going to be teaching this evening. I got my red put together. All right, no problem. Just, just focus, focus. We are learning the word of God. Focus. So, he says, now the world was what? It had one language and one speech. One language, one speech. Take note of these things. One language, one speech. They spoke the same. And they, they interpreted the same. Language and speech. Next one. Oh, let me stand and read it because today projector, <laughs> they have a lot to do. We need, second, we need a second computer. No, you don't need it. Okay, they should be ahead. Okay. And it came to, see, when we agree, it will show up. When we agree, it will show up. But you don't agree, say you don't need it. I think you need it, say you don't need it. No problem. And it came to pass. As they journeyed from east, so the whole, the whole team was going, that they found a plain in the land of China, and they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly, that they had bricks from, is it? They had brick for stone and they had asphalt for mortar. Revelation. You see, I told you about the living stone. The living stones, the stones had no human intervention. You cannot make bricks without human intervention. Get the picture. They use bricks and they use mortar, which are clear products of human intervention, human activity, human effort. But they were agreed. So just notice, they were trying to build something, human effort. Notice, this is different from what God is doing. You see, God says, bring the living stones. And say, don't even touch them at the place of the temple. So when they're building temples, they were not doing brick and mortar. Because brick and mortar means that you are making it yourself. But they built with stones. The altar of God was not built with brick and mortar. It was built with stones. That's why God calls you living stones, not bricks and mortar. Because he's trying to say, I'm the one who, you see, when you see a stone, a stone is a stone, it's a stone, it's a stone. Hello? It may be ignorance, where are the geologists? It may be metamorphic, where are the geologists? It may be a sedimentary one, where are the geologists? You don't know what it is. Ignorance means it came from, I won't tell you. You know? So the earth is in this constant motion. It came from lava, magma. And then sediments are from old rocks. And metamorphic is under pressure and temperature over time. It has changed. Dr. Wan. <laughs> anyway, it's just so, so that those who are academic will be comfortable. It's all right. So, now, so they use bricks and mortar. Men, so these are, these are human effort. 
And I've showed you, I just want you to know, notice the difference between what God is building and what they were trying to build. The second thing you notice again, when we go further, verse 4. First of all, and they said, come, let no verse. Yes, look at it. And they said, come, let us build ourselves a city. Who are they building for? They were building what? They were, they were building on their ambition. What were they looking to get? He says that, and the tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make what? Oh, the church is not here. Are you English people? Change it to French, maybe. But speak the English. Can't you see it in the Bible? It's here. Let us make what? For who? A name for who? All right. So what we were trying to do was not a good thing. But that's fine. So notice, it's not about making a name for yourself. Next one. Lest we are what? Scattered. So without the building, there will be a scattering. Without the building, you see that unless we have an edifice that goes into the heavens, we may be scattered, even though our language is one. You see, even though you have received Jesus, unless we build something great, chances are you will be scattered. Oh, you gave your life to Christ. That's why he says, you can't worship without sermon. See, even though you have given your life to Christ, chances are you may walk out of this Jesus thing unless you are connected to a building. That's why God gives you a purpose when you are called. Without purpose, you are scattered. Everybody is chasing something. We are like sheep. That's why, you see, when you hit the shepherd, everybody scatters. All right, anyway, these are just side issues. I'm closing. Five minutes. All right. And let us make a name for who? Ourselves. Next one. Lest we be scattered. Next one. But the Lord, go down. But the Lord came down to see the city. And the tower which the sons of men had built. And what did he say? Next verse. And the Lord said, indeed the people. Oh, I don't like this verse. KJV said, the people is one. But it's okay, keep it there. The people are one. He said, indeed, the people are one. What will happen? And they all have one language. And this is what they begin to do. Now, nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them, including me. This agreement, principle of a kingdom. See, nothing that they propose to do will be held. You see why the devil doesn't want you to agree? You see why? You see why you're fighting with your mother? Because when the trouble comes, you don't have anyone to agree to pray with. No, no, you think your mother is just a harsh woman. No, she's not a harsh woman. The devil has set you up. You must be careful. Remember this all the time. Say, when they are one, it will not be withheld from them what they seek to do. So what did God do? Ah, this is such an amazing thing. So God said, let me break the building down. Is that what God said? No. What did God say? Did it, Satan was watching and learning. God said, let me change their language. That they don't understand each other. I'm not touching the building. But once they don't have the same vision, it is over. Just give it time. The building will rot. That's it. And Satan, I think Satan was watching. I don't know if Satan knows. He said, hey, this is how to spoil a big building. It's not by the window. Let them not agree. So this has been a human problem since then. So that whenever you see people coming together, most of the time, they don't start off with the same language. 
not from their countries, but they don't have the same. So it takes effort now. This is, it's like the law of entropy. Now it takes effort to come to agreement from this day onwards. This is what this Bible says. See, now it takes effort to come to an agreement. It's no longer a natural thing to agree. Now it's effort that brings people to an agreement. That's why God honors it when you agree. Wow. So what about believers? Does this apply to us? Come and see. Now, when God was trying to build his own house by selecting living stones, by selecting people from different places, he selected fishermen, he selected tax collectors. Some of them had Galilean accent. Some of them were different, of all kinds. When he was about to initiate his building, he changed their language. He said that on the day of Pentecost, they were all gathered in one accord. On the day of Pentecost, they were gathered in one accord. And he said, all of a sudden, this is Acts chapter 2, all of a sudden, there was something like a mighty rushing wind, opposite to what happened. He said, I blew a wind, and I turned back Babel. But it was a spiritual turnaround. If you can read Acts chapter 2, you'll be happy. He said, and I blew a wind in there, and it came onto them like tongues of fire. And he said, they began to speak as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. The same spirit. Say the same spirit. The language has changed if you are in the spirit. That is why an engineer can walk around with a newborn uh, believer who is just a carpenter. Because the spirit gives the same language. But the thing is that the spirit's language is confusing to onlookers. However, on this day, when God initiated a new building, say I'm part of this building. Say I'm part of the church. Say God chose me to be part of the church. That is, that is why he gives the Holy Spirit. Because he knows that on your own, if you are going to do brick and mortar, we can't agree. In your, build, in your family, he knows that you, you are from, where are you from? You grew up in Ashama. And she has grown up in what? Where did she grow up? Toronto. Hey, Ashama in Toronto. You should come there. I'll give you a, a, a visa. Ashama. Lord have mercy. Me, I'm a Nima boy, but I'm a Nima boy, but Asaiman is not, is not Hey! Asaiman. You see, that is how relationships are built, families are built. That is what God has given us as believers to be able to build agreement by the Spirit. In Jude 19, he says, and they bring divisions not having the Spirit. Jude 19. When I say Jude 19, it means it's one verse, it's only one chapter. Say the essential persons who cause divisions not having the spirit. The spirit makes you one. So you and your wife, I'm talking about families here. You see, when you find that you have been divided, check spirit level. Go back to the spirit level. Go to your room. You and your husband are fighting. It's getting to the end. Stop talking and go and close your door and turn up the spirit. So he goes on. He says, Building up yourself, brethren, in your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Change the language. You are speaking English too much. Your language is changing. My language is changing. My language is changing. Because when I was speaking English, I said, your face is big. I said, your eyes are not nice. I said, your mother, your father, your sister. But when I start speaking, said people from Mesopotamia, people from all over, they heard them praising God. Different languages heard them praising God when they spoke in tongues. That's our unity. The church is built 
by the Spirit. What? So I want you to rise up today and say, Lord, fill me with your Spirit that I can agree with your vision. Oh, for my family. Are you going to stand for your family? Are you here? I said church on the move, family on the move is the power of agreement. And how did God do it? He poured his spirit by the same spirit. Now when you read Ephesians 2, says, let's read Ephesians 2 and let me close. Two, one, to, 1 to 7. Can you rise to your feet? And I, no, I think you should sit. Do you want to sit? I feel like people want to pray, but you sit and pray. Sit. Can you sit and pray? If you want to stand, stand. That's up to you. But are you ready to pray? Are you ready to turn back the hands of time? On anything that has been agreed negative. And I'm going to stand in agreement. I think that we should pray when we are praying this prayer. It's a family time. Let me read Ephesians 4, 1 to 7. It says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling which you were called. I told you you are called. I said you are called. I said you don't need to see a vision to be called. I said you are called because you love Jesus. He has selected you. If you have the revelation of Jesus, he has selected you. Did I tell you that already? Yes, if you have a revelation of him and you love him, he has called you. Say, feed my sheep, tend my flock, tend my lambs. He has called you with all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Endeavor. It's work. It's work. It's a spiritual work. It's a spiritual work with your husband, wife. It's a spiritual duty to keep the unity of the spirit. It's a spiritual duty. It's a spiritual duty. Number verse 4 says, There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling. There is one. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Look at this. You can only access this by the spirit. One father. In the flesh, we don't have the same father. In the spirit, we are one father. To access the truth of this, you must be in the spirit. Once you are not living and walking in the spirit, you can't, you can't, you, 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 there will be disagreement on the issues of God. So check your family. We want our families to last. We want our children to grow in good places. You want your children to come and take up after you. You don't want them to be, their lives to be ended prematurely because of some gang violence. Agree. Agree with your husband. Get an altar of prayer. Agree in the church. Agree to serve one spirit, one heart. Agree. Then verse 7. This is where our differences are. It says, but to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. See, the appointments and positions and things we do differently, they are just by the grace that we are different. But it says, there's one spirit, there's one baptism. So anytime what you are doing is making you feel different, it means you are stepping out of the spirit. Anytime the position you are holding is making you feel different from the person who doesn't hold that position, it means you are doing it outside the spirit. I hope I'm helping somebody. I hope I'm helping somebody. He's saying that Jesus gave gifts, some apostles, some teachers, some prophets, for the perfecting of the saints. But that's the grace that he has given. But he said, remember that you all have the same hope of calling. The same hope of your calling. The same hope, one spirit, one baptism. 
Remember that. As you move on this year, we're going to show love, not just by mouth. But you see, see, if you're not spiritual, you can say it's not easy. Unless your language has changed. So somebody begin to speak in other tongues, if you can speak in other tongues. As the Lord is shaping you. See, that is our language. It's the language of love. L-O-L. It's a language of love. L-O-L. Somebody, God is building you up. Man, do kilibranda bazatayara. Kela moshantele bazantika. Pray this, pray this, pray this right now in the name of Jesus. Le mazuki libranda leanda. Agreement. I will find a prayer partner. Say, Lord, I will find somebody to agree with me. Yes, I'm not going to be an alone Christian. I'll find someone. Hold the hands of the person sitting next to you. Whether it's a lady or a guy, just hold two, two, two. Hold somebody's hand. Hold somebody's hand. I got you. I got you. I got you. Tell them. I got you. I got you. If two shall agree concerning any matter. If two. You see, maybe you are not married. Maybe you are single. Maybe you're, you, are not, you are no longer married. The marriage has ended. It doesn't mean you should be alone. You can still agree. You can still agree. You must have the right type of friends. You must still agree. You can still agree concerning any matter. You can still agree concerning any matter. As long as the spirit is one, you can find somebody. You are not alone. You are not alone. This is the family of God. I am called by God to the same hope of calling. Yes, your end and my end, they are very similar because we are in Christ Jesus. Yes, Lord. If my eyes will always be turned away from the things of the earth and look to the things of God and look to the things of the spirit, it will work in the name of Jesus. And he said the people is one. Nothing they have decided to do will be withheld from them. And if the two of you shall agree concerning any matter, it shall be done. That is the principle of the kingdom. If two shall agree, somebody agree for somebody's job, agree for somebody's life, agree for somebody's healing, agree in the name of Jesus. This house shall be built on the power of agreement. Begin to see it. Begin to see it. 500 children and more. Begin to see it. The house of God being built. Begin to see it. That will make a name for our God. Not a name for ourselves. A name for our God. A name for our God, not a name for ourselves. That my family will be built on him and it will be made a name for him. When people refer to my home, they will give a name to God. They say, God is good. It will not be built for me. It will not be built for my name. We will not make a great thing for ourselves, but it shall be made for the name of God. Hallelujah. We build this house for him. We build our homes for him. We give our lives to him in the name of Jesus. And he said, now I'm going to scatter you again. But this time, I will scatter you after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will become a witness. That whatever place of the world you are, with others in different places, you will still have the same language. And now the church is a reversal of Babel, where all nations, all walks of life are coming in. Are you seeing it with your eyes? Are you seeing agreement doing something in your family right now? Are you seeing the power of agreement doing something in this church right now? All walks of life, all kinds, in the name of Jesus, they will come in. There is a reversal of Babel in the spirit when the Holy Spirit comes in. And the Bible says, people from Mesopotamia, from Arabia, from Mede, from Cappadocia, from Cyprus, from Syria, all those, including the proselytes who had come in, they all heard them in their individual languages, praising God. It's our hallelujah. This is it. We stand in agreement. From today, I want you to begin to cherish this power. When things become difficult, come and let's agree and pray. 
Yes, agree and pray. Agree with your husband. Agree with a friend concerning a matter. Above all, agree with God concerning his house. And the Bible says, it's the key that opens all doors. When you seek him first, all doors are open. I see God building you a house. See God building your family for his name's sake. Not for your name's sake. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I hope you are turning to your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. They are now your prayer partner. Look at them. They are your prayer partner. They have become your prayer partner. And there's nothing God will withhold. Hallelujah. Amen. So glad you listened and enjoyed this message. I pray that it transforms you just like God's word has transformed many lives. If you want a relationship with Jesus, here's just a prayer away. And tune in for more messages. Thank you.